Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. Today is Saturday, the 5th of August. Big news this past week was what the Major League Baseball teams did at the trade deadline. Some teams improved, some teams were sellers, and some teams stayed the same. Guess what the Rays did? We're going to be talking about them as well as all the other teams with a special guest in the next segment. Also talking a little bit about the Bucks and football. Number here, 877-448-7901. JimmyBSports.com is the way to get on the show with an email. We'll be right back to kick off the show. You are in the gymnasium on Power 90.1. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-291-2865-800-291-2865-800-291-2865 That's 800-291-2865 Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Talk some Rays, second half of the season. I know that we had our fingers crossed that we got out of the slump and hopefully as the trade deadline comes and goes, we're all hoping for some big moves. Well, I didn't see any big moves. Maybe you guys did, but we do have someone on the phone today, uh, a special guest, lifelong Chicago White Sox fan, Marty Peters. He does Marty's musings on our Facebook page, has a lot of great insight, not just to raise baseball, but to baseball fans all over the country. So Marty, welcome to the show. We're going to, um, great to have you on. And before we get started, tell me what your biggest and best baseball memory is as a kid or, or otherwise, especially coming from Chicago. Thanks, Jim. Glad to be out. Uh, I remember my most memorable in my first game, which was in 1967. 12 years old, gone with my dad, who I just absolutely adored. Uh, he was a diehard White Sox fan. Uh, so just being there in 67 and uh, went to every games until I moved out here in Camden in 2006. I went just about every year, saw some good teams, saw some bad teams, mostly bad, unfortunately. <laughs> well, you come from a great sports town, no doubt. I know you're a big Bears fan as well. We'll be talking about that as the football season rolls up on us here. But for now, what was your take on the... Uh, free agency and the trade deadline that just passed this week. My, my guess feeling was that a lot of journeyman baseball players got moved. There were some big things moved. Obviously, the Mets were dumping salary with Verlander and Scherzer going. But a lot of it, I think it was journeyman players that are not having particularly good years, that a change of scenery may help the team that they're going to. Uh, so, not really a whole lot of names. I mean, the, the White Sox and the Cards were the big sellers. I think the White Sox got rid of uh, six pitchers, and I'm not sure how many the Cards got rid of. But uh, that was, to me, it was less than spectacular. 
I, I tend to agree with you, especially from a uh, race perspective, race fans perspective, Dan. Here we're going to get to that. I think if we start at the bottom of the of the list and work our way up, the race will obviously be somewhere in the nearer to the top than the bottom. But if you look at the bottom of that list, I mean, I guess you can start with the uh, the. Oakland team. I mean, they've been pathetic all year round, and it doesn't look like they're going to be doing anything at all. They're, I guess, one of the sellers, right? If you have buyers and sellers in the, in the right. Uh, I mean, you think about it with the the way the playoff system is set up now, which has been great, I think, this year for Major League Baseball. You really got twenty teams in a playoff hunt spot, and you only got ten teams that really have no chance, and so. A lot of those 20 teams, some stood pat, some made some moves, some wanted to make some larger moves, but couldn't get the other clubs to go along with them. Right. I mean, it's unusual for the Yankees not to do something at the trade deadline other than a middle reliever from the Chicago White Sox. (laughs) I think you're... Dodgers wanted to hit that grand slam with the mega deal, but couldn't get Detroit... Or any other teams to play, uh, to play with that. <laughs> good, good observation. Good observation. The uh, so, you, like you said, the top twenty teams had the chance for the playoffs because you had the three division winners and then the three playoff teams as wild card. So that's basically right. six in each. Um, if you look at the, both the American League and the National League for the wild card spot, have seven teams in play. That's true. And if really, if any one of those teams come out with a winning streak of a little significant, they could jump and pull ahead from the rest of the crowd. But it really is hard to separate the top seven in the wild card spots. Well, I agree with you totally. I know that the uh, White Sox, unfortunately, I don't think are in the playoff spot right now in the wild card. But before we jump to the 20th team and go forward, what's your take on the White Sox this year? Did they do anything in the... uh... Greatly disappointed. This team was supposed to be competing for the American League Central Division. And right now, they're sitting 24 games under 500. And projections have them probably having the second worst record in White Sox history. Wow. The worst is 56 and 106. They're somewhere between maybe 60 wins and 62 wins this year total. Not good. Wow. How about how about Dylan Cease? What happened with him? Did he did they move him? They decided not to pull him. I think they had him on the trading block, but the deal had to be one of those that would have wowed the White Sox. I mean, literally, you would have gotten ahead, gotten maybe the first and second rated prospect from an organization. And what he has shown this year, he wasn't worth clubs doing that. So the Sox pulled him back. Really, the Sox just traded pitchers and only traded the one position player, and that was Jake Berger to the Marlins, which was, a, as far as I'm concerned, that was a steal for the Marlins. Right, that makes sense. Anytime, anytime you can get a twenty a guy that's hitting 25 home runs for, I mean, he was a decent prospect that the White Sox can return, but prospects are prospects, and reality is the guy's hitting the ball right now. Good point. Good point. Well, you know, it's going to be a 
you know, not so interesting second half of the season for them. I guess they can just build and maybe get some momentum going into next year. Do you think they're going to make any changes to the coaching and managing spots there? Uh, knowing the owner as well as I do since 1981, I will tell you surprisingly that there will be no changes in the front office and the manager will not be fired. He will come back. Wow. That's amazing, huh? That's it's amazing. stunning, but that's life as a diehard White Sox fan. <laughs> the trials and tribulations of Southside Marty, right? Uh, the ups and downs, the ups and downs. Oh, boy. Well, getting into the top uh, 20 teams here, the Mets are just around, I have them about 22 right now. What do you think is going on with them? Probably the worst team of, of anyone as far as expectations go this year. A far, far underachieving team that the owner, uh, who spent quite a lot of money, I want to almost say almost record payroll, learned a valuable lesson. You can spend money on anyone you want at any dollar amount. Doesn't mean you can win a championship. True, true. They spent a- he, he realized he was dealt a bad hand and got rid of it. Yeah. He's attempted to get rid of it, rebuild his farm system, and kind of take a different approach starting next year. Yeah, they're going to have to. What, they traded away Scherzer, Verlander, I think Robinson... Conha, maybe? And so, I mean, those were some sizable contracts. I mean, really sizable contracts. And I think he's learned his lesson that you can you can sign players to big contracts that are, you know, worthy of it, but you can't buy team chemistry. Oh, that's a great point. And that's that is so- really so vital to anything you're building as a team. If you don't have the chemistry in the locker room, you're not going to go anywhere. That's so true. That is very good. And that's a good point. I say that about the Rays all the time. They need that team chemistry. When you're winning, the chemistry seems to be good. But you need that person in there, that, that dugout general, the, the person in the locker room, the clubhouse that you know kicks some people's butts when they have to. And I'm not sure that we have that right now. Um, but nonetheless, looking still at these teams, you have the Twins. Uh, what do you think about the Twins right now? I had them at 20 last week. I dropped them all the way to... Uh, I had them at 12 last week, dropped them to 20. What do you think about them? The Twins are in a unique situation because they are in the worst division in baseball. There is no doubt the American League Central is the worst. And the Twins' strategy really was they just stood pat. They didn't do anything. They let the rest of that division implode. Cleveland got rid of quality players. White Sox got rid of quality players. Detroit traded, tried to trade away their top pitcher who vetoed the deal, but ended up still sending the pitcher away. And Kansas City, unfortunately, is Kansas City. So the Twins came along and said, we don't really have to do much of anything here in the way of adding to what we have or giving away prospects, we're going to win the division anyhow. I mean, they're going to win that division barely over 500 and end up hosting a playoff series. True. True, that's a good point. You know, people will will have some outrage over that, but that's just the way some, some years it works. What do you think of the Crosstown rival Cubs there? They're about the middle of the pack, right? I thought we were going to talk about the Cubs. <laughs> Honestly, uh, the Cubs 
can hit the ball, there is no doubt about it. Their problem is going to be, which most other teams have in Major League Baseball, is getting consistent quality starting pitching. And I believe they're having trouble with Strom is on the I.L., uh, Smiley is having trouble. I mean, pitching is going to be the key for them. And they're behind a number of other teams. They got the Reds, they got the Brewers, their own division. So they're in a tough spot. And in the wild card, they're behind Arizona and Miami, the Marlins. So that's going to be a tough hole for the Cubs. But they can hit the ball. Yeah, they can. This past week. Are you surprised they held on to Cody Bellinger? I was surprised. So was I. They would have gotten, I think, a very load of prospects for him, but I think they decided that they think they can make that last playoff spot and they're willing to go for it. Yeah, it seems that way. It seems that way. They're definitely uh, in the market to try to improve for, for the stretch run. Yes. Uh, two teams that I think are very interesting this year in, in different ways. I have the Marlins at 16 and the Yankees at 15. What's your um, impression of the Marlins this year? They're 58 and 51 right now. Uh, They're an interesting team because they always have a wealth of young talent that flashes greatness at times, but are inconsistent. But they did do, I think, well in the trade deadline in getting bats for the lineup because they couldn't score runs. So they picked up Berger from the White Sox, yep. 25 home runs. He's kind of, you know, not a good average. His on bases is questionable, but 25 home runs is 25 home runs. And he hits them when they count. That's really key when you, you know. Uh, so they'll be interesting. I, just a bowl of talent is the consistency with them. Yep. Yeah. Well, the, Yankees, the Yankees. I just don't understand that. I think they put all their eggs into the Aaron Judge basket that he's coming back, that he's going to carry him the rest of the way. Well, no, I think I, I totally agree with that. I mean, with you have when you have Aaron Judge out of the lineup, it leaves a big gap. But when you but you still have enough players on that team that they shouldn't be, you know, playing five hundred ball in my opinion. It, it's surprising they didn't make any moves on. Uh, at the trade deadline. I was really expecting that last moment black uh, blockbuster that no one would have expected and they just went out with a whimper with that middle reliever from the White Sox, which is a good guy, but he's not going to carry him to a wild card spot. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, that takes care of the bottom 15 teams. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about the top 15. We'll be right back to keep the show going with Jimmy B and Marty Peters. Freedom Junkie Beards. Free your beard from its dismal existence and kick it up a notch. Freedom Junkie Beards is made in the USA with the highest quality ingredients from beard oils, jellies, balms, and waxes to shine, hydrate, smooth, and control frizz to keep that beard in check. Protect your beard from the elements with an all-star lineup of products from Freedom Junkie Beards. American-made, American-grown. Online at fjbeards.com or text keyword BEARD to 64600. That's 64600 for more information. 
So if you're ready to join the Freedom Junkie Nation, then let's get bearded. A percentage of all sales are donated to charities supporting wounded veterans and vets with PTSD. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. We're breaking down the trade deadline. We have Marty Peters lifelong sports fan from Chicago talking about his White Sox. Unfortunately, uh, the White Sox, I don't think, will be in the playoffs this year, but we do have his Marty's musings to break down the top 15 teams. Marty, welcome back. We're up to the Angels right now. What do you think about the Halos there, and what's your take on Otani? I, I know what you're going to say, but I want to hear you say it. You, I, I have a Probably an opinion that's not shared by many about Otani, but he's a great hitter. I am not going to deny that he's a great hitter. I just question at one point, is he going to say pitching is not worth it anymore and just stay with hitting 100%? I think that day is coming. He had to leave his, his start, I believe it was yesterday, after four innings because of cramping in his hands. That is like the third game that he's had to leave early because of cramping. Right. Yeah, he I did. Mean, at some point, he's going to make a decision, and it may be whoever signs him in free agency next year might say, you know what, we kind of prefer you to be a 100% hitter, not necessarily be a pitcher, because I think if he concentrates on hitting, he could be the best ever. Now, I don't like comparisons to Otani and Babe Ruth yet in his career. He hasn't put enough time in the word a discussion that says he's the greatest, which I heard on the Major League Baseball Network. He's the greatest baseball player ever. Not yet. Got to put the longevity in, but we'll see. Now, the Angels made some trades, but it hasn't worked out for them yet because they've lost five of seven since the trade deadline. And I'll give you an example is they traded for... Giolito from the White Sox. First start was great. He won seven innings. His next start, he won an inning and two thirds and gave up seven earned runs. Right, and they, I think they picked up a few other. Who did they pick up? Uh, Mustakas and Escobar, I think, as well. Yeah, you know, I didn't think there was anyone that was earth shattering that will protect Otani in the lineup, and I'm surprised that. Major League Baseball hasn't gotten to a point where they're just going to give him the bonds treatment, which is just walk him. True. You saw the reaction from the Toronto Blue Jays pitcher with his manager saying, he's the only guy that can hit in the lineup. Why are we pitching to him? Right. Walk him. That's what you have to do. That's what you need to do. And I don't know why they don't do that. I, I agree with you. But right now, the... Uh, Angels are pretty much on the cusp of being one of those teams to make the playoffs. And, you know, I, I was always along the, the train of thought where they were not going to trade him because if you back the Brinks truck up for him, you're pretty much breaking up your team and all the chemistry that we yes. talked about. So I didn't yeah. think it would happen. Whether they make the playoffs or not uh, remains to be seen. And I agree with your take that it's too soon to uh, crown him the best of all time. But he's got a good start to his career anyway. The, the Angels right now are sitting behind the Red Sox, the Yankees, and Seattle chasing Toronto for the last wild card spot. So they've got to go over three other teams and that is a tough tough road to travel with 
52 games left in the season. Yep. I don't see the Angels doing it. Well, but I think they had to give it a try, at least to the fans, they had to give it a try. You know, a couple of those teams is that they have to get over, like you said, are the Diamondbacks, Cincinnati, and Milwaukee. What do you think yeah. of those? Well, if you look at the wild card spots right now, you got Tampa, which is pretty well a lock for the first wild card. Hopefully they can get their game back in order and take over first place from the O's. Then you got Houston and Toronto. And nationally, you got San Francisco, Phillies, your beloved Phillies, <laughs> and uh, the surprising Reds at the top three spots for the wild cards if the season ended today. True. Cincinnati's getting hunt. They got Hunter Green and uh, Nick Lodolo coming back from the injuries there. And, you know, they're a team that's surprising. I- I'm really surprised for one about Cincinnati. And- I don't, I, I, I couldn't even attempt to pronounce his name because I'm lousy, but that, uh, I guess he's a rookie that came up to speak, sir. Yes. Uh, what an amazing player. I, just an amazing player. I saw him run that first, to, from, I think it was home to third and. 10.8 seconds like unbelievable well now they have analytics for everything how far how fastly they can throw a ball from from third to first you know they have analytics out for everything you can imagine so he does have a, a lot of athletic ability and he's putting people in the stands no doubt which is you know the entertainment of baseball he's entertained that whole franchise and that whole city right I, I, I agree all right, top 10. What do you think? I have Boston in the 10th slot here. They're 57 and 51. Uh, the tough American League East. I wouldn't disagree with that. Uh, you know, you have Trevor Story there. You know, you have Tanner Houck. He's going to start his rehab stint. Chris Sale. Um, I don't know. I don't think Boston has enough bats to uh, make a run of it, honestly. Do you? I don't think they do either. They would require a story to come to have a, a, you know, a fabulous end to the year. Sale is, is still in rehab or starting his rehab. Don't know quite what you're going to get with Chris Sale now after numerous arm injuries. It, it's, it would be a, a tough battle for them, but they are sitting just behind Toronto, so anything's possible. True, true. The Giants, I had them at nine, and then I had, they did nothing for the trade deadline. So moving up to Philly, I have Philly at eight. Now they got that Michael Lorenzen from the Tigers. Now he went out there; he had a great game in his that first one. A, that was a great pickup for them. Right? I mean, I believe that was the Tigers' only All-Star representative this year. I think you're right. I think you're right. And so I, that was a good, but it, it, it's key on Harper being Harper. I mean, he's got a get that magic and go on a streak where he can carry a team. He's proven that in the past. Right. And the Phillies typically are a second-half team and watching them growing up, I think that yes. you're going to see uh, some streaks put together. And like you said, Harper gets going. Uh, uh, Trey Turner's been a uh, disaster out there this year for them. But, you know, anyone, anything can turn around. They have the talent. We'll see what happens with them. Uh, if you look up the next one, I have um, Toronto. Toronto Blue Jays there. Um, Toronto always interests me every year because they have a roster full of talent every year, but just don't seem to get it all in sync 
to make a large run at in the playoffs. I, I, they're a mystifying team. I, I don't get them. Uh, yep, sometimes no. your pitching fails them badly, and then their hitting kind of goes away for a span of games, and then it comes back. I don't know how to gauge the Blue Jays. No, I, I, I totally agree. I, they did nothing really on the uh, free agency market either. So they have Springer, and you now we're going to see what happens with them. But I, I don't. I, I'm with you. They kind of are always there, but don't make any noise when it comes to playoff time. If they do make yeah. it, yeah. I, I mean, they've got Vlad Jr. I mean, they've got a lot of talent, Springer, but it just doesn't gel at times. Right. Talk about a lot of talent. I had the Dodgers in the sixth spot here. Um, what do you think about the Dodgers, them? The Dodgers wanted so much for the Grand Slam blockbuster trade. They tried to get the guy from Detroit. They wanted other big hitters, and they end up selling for two pitchers from the White Sox that were not good. Right. So I don't know. They, they ended up, I think, selling for players they, they needed but didn't necessarily want, but they had to have something. Right, right. They uh, they wanted R&Adol, but they, uh, yeah. he wasn't made available. I think they did pick up, what, Lance Lynn from the Sox there, and I think Joe Kelly as well. And, uh, Let me give you my favorite uh, Joe Kelly story from yeah, this year. Yeah, definitely. Go ahead. He is the only man I know in my history of following the game that pulled his groin running from the bullpen to join a bench-clearing scuffle and spent 15 days on the I.L. because he pulled his groin. Well, he's infamous. He's infamous. Those stories always crack me up. Some guys get hurt walking up and down the dugout steps. And it's like his second trip with the Dodgers, anyhow. And so uh, Lynn had his start with the Dodgers, gave up three home runs, one, it's pretty good, but they'll find out with uh, Lynn that he's inconsistent. Good one game, horrible the next. Do you think the Dodgers are the team in the National League? In the West, they are. I don't know if they have enough, even when Kershaw comes back and uh, some of the other players, if they have enough to contest Atlanta. If it came down to a seven-game series, I'd still go with Atlanta. Yep, I but agree. I think the, the National League West is, is setting up for... The classic Dodgers, San Francisco, to the end type race that's been famous through the years. Well, I, th- I agree with you on that. I had the Rays at number five, and I had them ahead of the Dodgers only because I feel that the Rays are going to start a streak here shortly. And when the bats do wake up, they're going to make some noise. I-, I could be wrong, but what do you think about the Rays? Of course, they did nothing. Uh, at- they did pick up- they did pick up one starting pitching, I believe. Yeah, I, I, think, they got, I think they got Savali, um, which comes at a good time, actually, because now you have McClanahan going on the 15-day IL. So it's going to be tough. Eflin is a great pickup for them this year in the offseason. You have the starters. Of course, you're going to be missing Rasmussen, uh but I think that if you look at what the Rays have to do right now, they need bats. And I think every Rays fan was hoping that they'd go out there and, and get a big-name bat. But instead, 
they didn't. So it's going to come down to what this team is going to be able to do and rediscover that magic that they had early in the season. Yes. I was a bit surprised that the Rays didn't try harder to get a front line uh, starting pitching, another one. Just because their starting pitching has been so decimated that they wouldn't, I thought they would have gone out and maybe got maybe a, a Giolito from the White Sox. Maybe the offer, what they had to give up wasn't worth it. Could very well be. Um, but the hitting will come around. I mean, every team runs into a, a stretch where they just don't play good baseball. It's just the nature of a 162-game schedule. True. The Olds haven't reached that yet. And we're coming up on the dog days of August. Many a team have been riding high in August and come out not doing so well at the end of August. So I think the Rays will get their act together. The hitting will come back. The Magic will come back. And I think the Olds are going to come back to Earth just a wee bit. And I think the Rays are going to actually nip them at the end of the division. You think so? I believe so. Well, we're going into the weekend here. I'm happy with the old story. I mean, it's nice to see the Orioles do what they're doing. They've been such a bad franchise for so long. But I think the Rays are going to get up. Well, Baltimore is a very balanced team this year. Uh, of course, that whole division is probably the toughest division in baseball, like we talked about. But uh, I'll tell you what, for some reason, Baltimore is not a joke this year. They go out there, they, they're... they're tough from top to bottom. They have a closer that takes care of business. So I actually have them uh, second right now ahead of Texas and Houston. Now, of course, Texas and Houston, they made some moves. Um, we, we talked about Garrett Cole. Yep. Yeah, but, I mean, the Astros picked up Verlander. He's back down there. Yep. But, but his, the way he has talked after that trade... He seems apprehensive about going back to Houston. I, I, I read some of his comments, and he's like, almost sounds like he's not sure he wants to go back there, but he had to waive his no trade clause. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how he does down there. And they also picked up the White Sox reliever in Graveman, which, uh, you know, he had a checkered uh, history with the White Sox. He was good at times, and he was bad at times. True. But again, that was a guy that was there in their previous World Series run. So it's almost like they're getting the game back together down in Houston. Yeah, it, it does seem that way. And of course, number one, the Braves. I think anyone that you talk to right now, the the Braves from top to bottom are the the, the best in the in major leagues. And are they going to be able to stay as well as they're playing and stay consistent for the next couple months? I think the uh, the Braves. Added to their roster at the trade deadline. No one's spectacular, but I think they, uh, I guess you would call, rounded out the, some of the rough edges, maybe for reserve players. Uh, but when you got Olsen, who now got 37 home runs and 91 RBIs, that's an impressive bat in the middle of your lineup. Absolutely. A tough left-handed bat in your lineup that makes it land up with their experience they've lost a lot of talent over the past couple of years and they just still keep coming back I don't know how they do it but uh, they do it no they do it and they don't have any spectacular starters or anything else they just have players that go out there and, and win and I think that they've got to be the favorite right now and 
you know, I, I like the way that you broke everything down. I tend to agree with most of what you said. I, I think that um, it's going to be an interesting stretch run. And if possible, we'd love to have you back on the show. And as we get closer to the playoffs and we'll talk more about it, I appreciate you coming on, Marty. Great talking with you. And anytime, talk baseball. I'm here 24 by 7. All right. Go Sox. We'll talk to you later. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-750-9886. 800-750-9886. 800-750-9886. That's 800-750-9886. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, football fans. Talking a little bit about the Bucks now. Tristan Wirfs seeing a sports psychologist regarding the uh, switch over to left tackle. It's just not physical; it's just mental as well, allegedly. So we're going to be getting to that. We're going to be talking more about the Bucks uh, as they started training camp. We'll have more in depth next week. We're also going to be talking about the realignment with NCAA football. Uh, Pac-12's future is definitely in peril after the um, Washington Huskies and Oregon Ducks are um, going to the Big Ten, it looks like, as of yesterday. So you're going to basically have only three or four major conferences, it looks like. Going to break that down more next week. Uh, I know we talked a little bit longer with baseball this week, but it was uh, well worth breaking it down with Marty Peters. And thank you for coming on the show again, Marty. As always, guys, that's all the time we have. Unfortunately, it goes by too quick. Uh, Your emails will be read next week on the show. Um, As always, stay safe, stay vigilant, and above all, stay positive. And thank you for listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show. You've been in the gymnasium on Power 90.1. Have a great weekend. Mm -hmm.